This is what the shit. I'm your host, Darius DC Chambers. We also have Chris G and Courtney D. And we are, again, what the shit. We are a podcast that likes to talk about anything and everything. We are part of the Black Gamut ENT family. And if you enjoy listening to us, you can give this a try yourself. You know what I'm saying? Just download the free Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm and do it that way. You know, whichever is easier for you. But thank you for giving us a listen and continue to do so. We get it. You tired of them talking heads. Well, let me tell you, Black Gamut is vowing to change the industry. We podcast with a purpose and our shows have goals. If you want to help make a change, then come join the Black Gamut family. Together, we can make a difference. And while you're there, you can listen to What the Shit or the Four Pod podcast or blurred's eye view or any other the great shows we have on there but make sure you first take your behind to the black gamut ent website do it now Yo, what's going on? Welcome, everybody. Welcome to What The Shit. Oh, man, we starting a little late because I was kind of sad today. Um, it's been a weird day. Uh, it's my birthday this weekend, so I'm kind of out of sorts. Chris, what's going on? Um, I'm, actually on <laughs> I'm actually on the opposite end of that spectrum, but uh, happy birthday. If you, didn't, yeah. if you didn't catch the show last night, and I know you caught the message and stuff we sent you earlier this week, but yeah, uh, it's been that kind of a week. Oh, hold on, homie. Hold on, I'm going to have to. Whoa, Yo! my guy. What's up? My guy. <laughs> Yo, yo. Right. What up? There he is. Oh, there he is. There he is. Look at look at professional. Oh, thank you. I had to, you. I'm gonna have to switch my shit up. Welcome to the show. Ah oh, man. I was having some diff, uh, difficulties. Uh, oh, don't Facebook worry, man. It's, it's, it's been it's been that kind of week. We're a little behind the eight ball today, so I'm gonna have to speed this up real quick. Headlines. Headlines. Um, first of all. Everybody know Debo passed away. Um, right, age of sixty-two. It's kind of hard hitting with all the deaths that happened this year. That was one that I wasn't expecting. Right. Um, shout out to Brandon Scott, the mayor of Baltimore, who rocked the whole fro. For his <laughs> Baltimore mayor, my man had it all the he way. Had, he had the fro right. and the fade going on. The right? Fro and the fade. You can't. You can't go past. It was looking, and it was looking crisp. Mighty, yeah, mighty spent. <laughs> Uh, Logan Paul, Jake Paul, Jake from State Farm decided that he wanted to call out Floyd Mayweather, and uh, Floyd accepted. So sooner or later, that's gonna happen. It's gonna go down. One for the books. Floyd gonna be knocking out a YouTuber. I can't wait. <laughs> Ashanti allegedly caught the COVID right before she was supposed to go on. I don't know how true that is, but she couldn't perform um i mean she was uh, she did like a video where she was talking about it and how she still wanted to do it but um she ain't want to do it uh, <laughs> in other news you think she was ducking it i think i she was don't ducking. know 
she been she been ducking music her whole career, but we ain't gonna get into that. Right now. <laughs> hey, neither one of them. Uh, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, on a brighter note, three African American kids have had the highest IQ in the world. Right. Let me get this right because I want to put some respect on this. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna pronounce this name wrong, so I'm gonna just say his last name. Wilfred has the highest IQ with a score of 162. That is higher than Bill Gates, Stephen Hawking, and Albert Einstein. Uh, Alana Breaver had a 145. And at the age of four, Alana George is the highest and the youngest member of Mensa in the UK with a uh, 142. Yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, yeah, what's the age? Because I know they were like little babies. They was babies. One was one is uh about twelve now, the other is under six, and the other is under four. Yeah, so, so I mean that that's deep. That's that black magic, man. It's speaking of black magic, I don't know if y'all know, but on the twenty first, we all supposed to uh get our melanin powers kicking in. <laughs> so I don't know what y'all want, but I want a visibility, <laughs> mind control, and healing. Cause I just I'm still looking at super strength and super speed. So I want super strength and super speed, but I'm not really sure how I feel about that. Let me hit the cat chat. Oh, Andre Johnson says my cousin. Yo, yo, happy birthday, cuz happy birthday. Don't know who that's to, but it ain't me. So uh yeah. <laughs> that's that's me and G Black. That's from me and G Black. Uh, okay. Hey, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Right. Uh North Face refused to sell oil and gas uh coats to an oil and gas company whose name was Index Down the Hole. Um apparently North Face does not deal with tobacco, porno, or oil and gas. So they is not they took a stance, and I don't know if I agree with that, but hey, whatever. Wait, with Look the gas the, with the oil and gas or the porno? Uh, either, but you know, whatever. Uh, last headline before I oh no, I got two headlines. Well, three. Uh, Takashi Six Nine decided to talk beef to Devonte Davis, and now he wait wants to get in the ring too. Wait, 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 wait! Stop, stop, stop! Huh? How did that make any new? Wait a minute! How did oh, that know. make? It? How, no, how not? Know. How not? I didn't. Know how not? I didn't think he was relevant. He's not relevant, but when you talk shit to a professional boxer saying you want to whoop his ass and step in the ring, eh, you make news to me. <laughs> I don't enough. I don't write the headlines, I just give the headlines. That's a fair enough assessment. I can yeah. take that. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, I only run the show, I don't write it. Uh <laughs> little way guilty gun charges, federal gun charges in the face of up to 10 years in prison. Um, but back in July. He sold all his masters to Universal for a hundred million of them things. Uh, one does not go hand in hand without the other, but if you ask me, I don't believe in selling your masters. That's just no, no. Show your own brand. No, you, you keep your head. stuff, man. Prince said it best: own your masters, own your masters. Definitely. Yes. So. We have my guy G Black here. We go back. Oh shit! I don't know. Many, since many he was a little, long. little snot nosed kid running up and down Salon <laughs> Wall at Mildred on yes, the north sir. side of Akron. Yes, sir. Uh, but my guy has rose and risen on the independent scene to make a lot of good music uh, with a lot of local artists who have been doing their thing on the local team for a while. Please tell the people how long you've been doing this, and please list some of your accomplishments, man. It's your time to shine. Go ahead and and put some put your name on it. Get your humble brag on. Um, first of all, thank y'all for having me. Um, man, how long have I been doing it? Um, we started rapping, I'd say maybe like 10th grade in high school. So that's about 18 years ago. 
But um, that makes yeah. you feel old. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, but, put, yeah. Put, put a date on me like that. But yeah, um, so that was about 18 years ago. But, you know, that's just um, us having fun and stuff like that. So as far as when I actually started making music um, seriously, um, that came later on. Um, graduated in 05, probably... 2006 is when I started going by G Black, so that's kind of when I really came into my own as an artist. Um, but even then, I didn't put my first official project out until uh, 2010, uh, Black Planet, and uh, became the uh, first hip hop artist in the city to uh, get the cover of the Beacon Journal. Uh, so that speak, yeah, speak, yeah. no, 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 we ain't gonna, I ain't gonna yeah. let you slide off with that. You can't just <laughs> do the first to do yeah. something and slide right past that. You're gonna have to tell us how you felt. If you can remember that, because I know it was a while ago, you know, we all old, we all get forgetful, but you were the first, and, you, and, and I seen it right up in the paper. Was, um, I got a call from um, my mom. It had to be probably 6, 6.30. I would, as a matter of fact, I take it back, maybe even 5.30, because I wasn't even up to get the kids up for school and get ready for work yet. But um, get a call from her, and she super ecstatic, just telling me to... Um, to go get a paper, go get a paper. So I get up, put some clothes on, go around to the gas station and uh, I go get a paper. She tell me what uh, what page to turn to or whatever. So I look and see it and it was crazy because like, I think as, as artists, we have that moment that we wait for in terms of um, acknowledgement or recognition. And typically with, with artists is like, you know, or at least in my mind, it's typically like when we hear our song on the radio for the first time. And for me, it was just to be able to see, you know, my name and uh, the album cover that I designed um, and, you know, somebody actually critiquing professionally uh, the music that I created. And uh, that was just, it was a super dope feeling. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that was dope. So I have it right here. I'm going to read the headlines. It says G Black rapping with a bold message. Yes, sir. Uh, Akron hip hop artist giving away downloads of debut album with both scolding encouragement. I don't know why they put that, but whatever, man. That's they write up, they did it. But nonetheless, <laughs> being in the paper, man, that, that's huge, especially for your first, you know what I'm saying, just a debut. Yeah, right, so since right. then, I've seen you grow, I've seen you work with a lot of artists. Please explain. Well, not explain, I hate to say that word. Please, um, before we go there, before we go there, I have a question. Yes, sir. Because you're in you 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 you've done the independent scene for a while, right? Yes. Which, if you had a choice, would you stay independent and get, let's say, local recognition, or would you take that? And I don't want to say sellout route, but. What do you prefer if you had your choice in a perfect world? Which would decision would you would you would stay you, where you're at now? Would you rather and, be more mainstream? Yeah, because I don't think always mainstream is the best for everybody. I'll answer that question, and I think the answer that I'll give may surprise some people. But truth be told, and I, I mean. It could be controversial. I, I guess I can only speak for myself. Hey, 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 I'm going to tell you something, brother, on this show. Everything's controversial. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't no, ain't no, nobody's off limits. Nobody's safe. We just want to keep you 100% real. I want you, you, because, you know. Well, so I feel like as artists, you know, 
the typical perspective or the answer that an artist that's of a purest perspective would give is that you know you want to remain as true as possible and, and and keep the art form as pure as possible and not compromise it but truth be told as artists we already know what we want to create before we create it we already see the vision or hear it or, or whatever that case may be so in my opinion by going to the extent that you actually create it or express it out loud um then it's for an audience so you're doing it for an audience so that being the case why wouldn't you want to do it for as large an audience as possible so um i, I think that there's kind of a gray area that my answer falls into but it leans more on the side of uh going the commercial route just because of the fact again uh, in particular speaking about myself i feel like i have a, a message and a purpose and uh, that's meaningful and that needs to impact people on a mass level. Okay. Uh, and I can get down with that answer. I'm not even going <laughs> right. to. That, that, was, that was deeper than I thought it was going to be, but I'm not going to lie to you. I but, um, if I get long-winded sometimes. No, no, oh, no, no, no. We want that. We want, we want the explanation. You know, we don't want I'm trying to compose myself to not make it, you know. But um, that's another question because I asked a couple artists we had on this show before. How do you go about one choosing your projects, and two choosing who you work with? Well, I'll say the to the first one. I don't really choose my projects; they choose me. And I, I and I knew you. I'm not gonna lie. I knew yeah, you was gonna say that because I be following this guy on Facebook, and I see a lot of his. My brother got some deep. If y'all don't follow this man on Facebook, he got deep messages. I thought I write some some existential stuff sometimes every now and then, but a lot of my stuff just be over the top crazy goofiness. But he does have a message to give out, and 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 I've I've seen a lot of your the artwork for your albums, and they do have like a central black empowerment thing. Thank you. I if I could say that realizing that because I do all my, my artwork myself. Um, so uh, it's to me, it just adds an extra layer, extra dimension to the music. So the fact that you even acknowledge that is dope. So I appreciate that. Oh, you do homework. Uh, yeah, we, I mean, you can just have a guest come on here and not do research. <laughs> um, you know, I, I like to research. So um, as far as like who you work with and, and I want you to name some of the people you work with, because mm -hmm. I know some of the people you work with, but I'll, you know, yeah um as far as collaborators go um well i guess let me finish answering the first part because that kind of leads into the second part so mm -hmm. um when i say that the projects choose me for instance let me, that's more like the macro to the micro being the music like the song itself so for instance like typically like when i when i first start a song the very first thing that i start with um once i find the beat that i feel like uh, uh incites something in me um then the very first thing that i create is the title um because in my mind words are kind of like writing a song is kind of like architecture it's kind of like build, building a building like there's some letters in the alphabet that i look at that are strong so i use those as foundational letters whereas some are more weak or not even necessarily more weak but but softer so i use them for other things and i guess that's going off on a, a tad bit of a tangent but point being is that um everything is designed uh, purposefully and so after i create the title um i basically create um the, the 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 concept to build off of that and from there it's kind of like a cheat code in, in, in a way. And I always tell people this, that I feel like I don't really write my music in the sense that like I hear it 
it's already there really so more so what my job is to kind of decipher and figure out what the words actually are so that's kind of where you know my specific skill actually comes in but beyond that i just feel like i kind of channel it so getting to the second part in term, terms of collaborators once i get to the process that i understand what it actually is that i'm building then collaboration for me is like it's not necessarily about who i can go get that um is gonna have a, a dope verse or has a, a good voice necessarily it's more so about what element do i not bring to the table that this song requires for instance if there's a song like uh getting into the third part uh who the actual collaborators are if there's a song like million dollar man for instance so i'll kind of tell the story behind that one um i was going through um not i was going through i my mom died uh, seven years ago, and since then I've grown. Right. Well, I've realized that I've I've been experiencing depression on multiple levels throughout my whole life. But at that point, it really took me to a low point that I actually had to deal and reconcile with it. So, since then I've you know just been going through that journey of of trying to um, you know work through it because music is is, is uh, very therapeutic for me. So, Million Dollar Man, for instance, I was having just like a really low day. I was just feeling really really drained, really really just down. And um, I, I found this beat and it just felt so good. I just kept playing it on repeat and I, I felt so good about it that I just bought it with no intention to even necessarily use it. I just wanted to be able to hear it whenever I wanted to because it just made me feel so good. So um, bought the beat, listening to it, feeling real bad. And then I just realized like, I'm the type of person that's self-motivated. So I don't like to get down so low that I can't get back up. So I realized that I need to use the energy from this beat to pick myself back up. And that motivated me to go in and write the song. And then as I'm as I'm writing Million Dollar Man, I realized that there's certain um, a, a, a certain element that I wasn't able to bring to it with what I was putting to it in terms of the verse and the hook. And um, actually, uh, both verses in the hook. And so, um, one of my collaborators that I went and got to work with me is um, my homie, my brother, my uh, my engineer uh, for that particular project, Loki, uh, Loki Two Eyes. And um, we uh, he did the third verse on it, and it just it, it rounded out so perfectly. And like as I was saying before, like I, I always hear it before I create it. So even for him to be able to deliver on a vision or whatever you'd call it, a sonic vision that I was able to uh, come up with and, um, you know, obviously not be able to fully express because I could only express, you know, the aspects that I was able to bring to the table. So, um, you know, for him to be able to come in and kind of fill it out and, um, and, and, and round out that song was just a beautiful thing. For people that I have chemistry with people that I'm, you know, a fan of in terms of who I hear and uh, what direction I think is on. That was, right, that was I'm not even going to lie. I don't even have a, I, I would have a follow-up question for that, but that, that kind of explained itself. So fuck. What up, <laughs> Josh? I'm going to ask I'm sorry, you. No, no, I was going to ask you. Hey, you, you know, know you, what kind of interview not like when you ask one question and they answer five within that one? Too, like, right, right, right. That makes it. That, that makes, him do this <laughs> but I was going to ask him because, you know, you answer part of the question, you know, what part of my question, which was uh, how do you get over certain hurdles? And you already touched on the depression part of it, you know, because music is therapeutic. Um, are there any other hurdles you've ever encountered when you make it when you're making a record? Um, well, 
to the same accord that um I say that I don't necessarily create the music or create the project. It kind of finds me or I have to just kind of hone in on it. I wouldn't say that I necessarily go through periods of writer's block, but there's certain there's certainly more there, there's certainly times where the, the 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 message is channeling more heavily than others. So mm-hmm. sometimes that can be frustrating, like when there's a project that I, I want to work on, but I'm just not getting the energy for that. Um, it, it's so what I've actually learned to do to kind of balance that out. Um, I always work on at least two projects at a time. And so if something may not fit in one pocket, then it may fit in another. Yeah. And, okay. um, so yeah. in doing that, it's kind of allowed me to create like a dual track in my catalog to where you'll have on one hand um, albums like Black Planet, uh, mixtape like Think Free, uh, an album like Black Until Proven Otherwise or, or Black is a Beautiful Thing. But then on the other hand, you'll have my track season series, track season one, Blackamania, you know, uh, the soundtrack. Right, right, right. And those are more the, the, the projects that are dealing more with, uh, you know, my life and stuff like that, as opposed to, you know, my thoughts and, and, and ways, forms of expression. So um, in terms of uh, getting through those periods, uh, you know, I just try to figure out the best way to um, I guess the shorter way to say it is just I've learned myself. I've learned Mm -hmm. um, what works when I'm going to be uh, at my most optimal performance level. Like I actually noticed something um, about three weeks ago. Um, I, I tend to get like really 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 anxious like a week prior to me getting like a flood of uh, of of energy so i was just having like real bad anxiety like two or three weeks ago and i was thinking like maybe it had to do with you know being stuck in the house and mm-hmm. you've been stuck in the house all year so <laughs> yeah right um yeah, i thought maybe <laughs> it had year. to do with that and um then like the next week i, I wrote five songs and it's was, it was like it was crazy. It's man, it's crazy. Yeah, but, you can't yeah. get out one way, but at least you can get out of your own mind on another on another level. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey Jayla, what's going on? Um, I, I, I periodically like checking the chats because it's dope. <laughs> uh, shout out to Restream. Uh, oh, shout out to Black Gaming. I always forget that we started out a little shaky with the whole Debo news. Um, you you started. Did uh, and you you started naming your your track list, but I want you to name your albums from be chronologically. Okay, so we have the first one was Black Planet. That's 2010. Then we had well, I actually reissued Black Planet. So Black Planet initially came out in 2010. Then I reissued it in the beginning of 2011 with three more songs. Um, then. 2011 the end of that year i did think free so it's black planet think free um track season one track season two black mania oh see you got a catalog so extensive you can't even (laughs) (laughs) no okay so track season two then we go to um black is a beautiful thing then uh the soundtrack no then track season three then the soundtrack then track season four and then black until proven otherwise and here we are okay uh Uh, green wrote in the chat she wants to know where can she hear some of your music 
Um, it's streaming everywhere, all all digital platforms. Um, Speaking uh, of which, yeah. oh, go ahead. I, I, I don't just... know. Uh, Bandcamp also, uh, the Black Future Foundation Um, but yeah, other than that, it's on YouTube. Any other DSP? So that I got some number. Oh, no, ahead, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. That million dollar was uh, is is fire. I like that one. I like. It. <laughs> um, so I got some numbers here, and this is Restream alone in 2020 is that right 2020 okay yeah you know what fuck it um, <laughs> it's that kind of year bro you had point five thousand streams over 277 hours of your music was listened to by 224 200 2.4 thousand you know what you fuck these numbers 2.4 thousand listeners <laughs> in 22 countries <laughs> They say the number's so big, I can't even get them right. You got numbers, man. So when you see stuff like that, do you rest on that or do you look at that and say you want to improve those numbers? Because I've seen some artists who see their numbers and be like, eh, that was a good year. I'm cool. No, I'm not. Uh, I I don't. that, That whole saying, men lie, women lie, numbers don't that that certainly does not apply to the music business and that's a whole different conversation no no but, no no let's have that conversation i mean if you want to you know i'm not I, I'm, hey, I, i'll just i'll put it like this it's not my conversation to have there you go we'll leave that you know, in 2020 um, yeah, but, um <laughs> no, for as real. far as numbers go no i don't it don't really make me no difference to be honest with you the only reason that i posted uh, my numbers and the only reason that I post a lot of stuff, honestly, is because my favorite feature of Facebook at all is the memories. Like, I love seeing where I was years and years ago. So, like, and I, that, and I noticed that. Yeah, that's just I've a seen a lot that's of your memories. That's how I'll be like, man, my guy is always. We not, that's why I asked you to name your albums because I knew sooner or later, somewhere in the youth, I'm like, damn, did I do? Did I really do that? Wasn't this or that? Because you have, because my guy, and I say this jokingly about Chris because he's always working. But you always are constantly putting up music or putting out some kind of project, whether it be um, I could have been Brian with my guy Nardi. You got joints with excursion. You got I mean, you got and I don't know if I can tell this or but I actually want you to tell it. But I'm going to ask you before you recently took a trip somewhere and and got to commingulate with some uh, people. I don't know Wait, if you that's a word, to... commingulate. It is not. Fuck it. It's, it's not. No, no, hey, it's a word. They don't control us. We control them. You commingulate with some. Uh, Suck on that Webster's Dictionary. Yeah, fuck Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> Punk ass nigga didn't want to put my words in it. But, you know, I digress <laughs> about me. Um, but I was wondering if you wanted to expand on that. Because I seen it. You put it on Facebook, but, you know, you didn't detail it too, too crazy. Yeah. Um, Man, that situation is crazy. Well, so yeah, I recently um went down to uh well first I went to Boston, but ended up actually working with um with 88 Keys in uh in uh in Jersey. And it was the most humbling, amazing experience I've ever had just to be around somebody um first of all that I respect to the utmost and to see, you know, how cool and and and, and how down to earth he was but beyond that to be able to get a peek into his process and see you know what's going into you know records like 
uh, uh, no more church or no church in the wild, and you know whatever is that he's working that he's worked on because Bro's catalog is crazy. But um, yeah, just working. Uh, I, I, I got the chance to work with Eighty Eight Keys, and it's crazy, bro. That's all I can say is it's crazy. I I was glad. I, I was sorry. I'm just. To me, that was dope because yeah. I'm yeah, always yeah. let it breathe. I'm always it. yeah. Let's, <laughs> uh, let it marinate. We'll just yeah. put some sauce on it later on. Because okay. um, I'm always one of those people. I like seeing people I know do dope shit. I'm constantly on Facebook trying to share people's stuff. I believe that. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, right, we got a question. Jayla said, "So when you make your music, do you have to be in the fields before you put it out, or just?" Do you have the talent to just create? Mm. I'm gonna say the talent. Yeah, I, like, I, mean, I mean, the minute he said that he'll have two things going, two songs, two tracks going, that told me right there. I'm like, okay, that's a talent thing for me. Yeah. You know, that's why I'm reading it. It's a talent thing, you know, and then, but at the same time, it's like, feel I, I think it's time. actually a little bit of both because right. on, on, on one hand, as I was saying, like uh, speaking of what you're talking about, the, the talent aspect, I think that would apply more so to, you know, like the, the, uh, the, the black planets and black until proven otherwise. And those albums that are really my thoughts as opposed to the album. Or that just, you know, like, feels where it's just you know just go to therapy you know I, I have a home studio I mean that's where I'm at right now and um, you know I just sit in here sometimes and create and making those songs that are you know the songs that are more emotional or that are speaking on things that I'm going through in life kind of clear my mind to be able to receive the message to do the other thing so you know right. one is kind of like one hand wash the other I suppose yeah 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 so and I, and I hate to do this to you, brother, but I'm going to have to because I do it to everybody. I'm going to ask you for your top five rappers and your you, worst five rappers. You you beat me to the punch. You, I, you know we got to do it, Chris. I mean, I, I can't <laughs> not have a musician on here and, and, and not ask them this because everybody's top five is different. It's all subject to how you feel or your, your preference, but everybody has what I know. And then there's this five worst. Nobody wants to do the five worst, but I put the put the points to them and make them because nobody wants. To, I know artists. You don't oh, want to no, put I another artist. Five, I got the five worst. That's that. Oh, let's start with the five worst off the top, motherfucker, bro. Man, so let's start in. Uh, let's start five to one. So okay. Uh, okay. coming in at number five all time worst rapper we have hailing from St. Louis, Missouri. Please no, no. Lang. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not trying to say my guy Nelly, no, man. No, I was no, I ain't gonna do Nelly. Yeah, like okay, here's why Ching is the worst rapper. I know you've seen this me. My guy really went to somebody's booth and was like, Give me what you got for a pork chop. And everybody was loving it. Bro. Okay. Just see Shay Lang. <laughs> Say say less. Yeah, man. All right. So we got we got Tingy <laughs> out the way. As as impactful as this person's career is, and as controversial as that statement may even be, nonetheless, number four worst rappers of all time, Soldier Boy. Tell him. Yeah, yeah. I just gotta agree. Gotta agree. Yeah, I ain't gonna. I'm not even gonna lie. My guy, when he started, 
he had on pants that was four sizes too big and nobody questioned that shit. In his defense, we all did. <laughs> Different times, though. Yeah, looking back, that, and that's the problem with getting old. You look at the stupid four sizes too big t-shirts. Um, <laughs> the early 2000s, was we was navigating some murky waters, man. We had to- Oh, God, tell me about it. Like, uh, yeah. well, I'm really wearing that? Shit. Man. <laughs> uh, so let me see. Number three. Oh boy. Uh, worst. Who's the worst? Who's the worst? Well, I gotta go with bro who has no idea what a beat even is and G Herbo. Oh. Bro's terrible, oh. like oh. seems to be a cool oh. enough dude. The music is just I can't uh, nothing with that Trash. guy. Um shit. So where we at two? Uh, yeah, that was three. So yeah, we had two. We had two. I'm trying to avoid one because that's that's yeah okay. So <laughs> I, I, I want to know who one is. All right, make no one. Man, so two we got a. Uh... Hmm. I don't even know if he really counts as a rapper. Nah, I ain't gonna do him. I ain't gonna do him. I ain't gonna do him. He ain't got no. Nah, do him, man. Let's go. Oh boy, uh, that was with Busta Rhymes, Spliff Star. Did he ever got? He got a verse. Yeah, right. Yeah. I feel like I heard him rap before, man. He did, but he don't count. I ain't gonna do him. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna yeah. do him. Yeah, he he's more of a hype man. All right, well then I'll go with Malice from uh from the clips. Oh uh, well, well, crazy part. Okay, no, I okay. Fuck, I, I fuck okay. with the clips, but more so push the T. Crazy part is is um. Uh, my boy Earl, we was having a conversation, me, Earl, and, uh, and Stroke, and um, me and Stroke was both in the same, we kind of was having this conversation, actually, and we were saying that we never heard a Oh, my God, Earl was in the comments. Where you at, Earl? Speak up, baby. <laughs> yeah, he was we there. Were saying we, we never heard a dope verse from Malice, and so Earl was like, nah, he got some dope shit, so we challenged him on the spot. All right, find a, a dope Malice. Hey, there you go. And he came, <laughs> yo, yo, he came out the cut with this verse that I had never really, I, I don't know if I never heard it or if I just never analyzed it, but Malice does have one dope verse. I give him that. But beyond that, I know, I it. it's always and, been Pusher T. It, it, a lot of people say that he kind of carries the weight. So Definitely. But coming in at the number one spot, we definitely got to go to Magoo. It's definitely oh, okay. We all know it. Nobody likes to okay. talk about it, but we all know it. Okay. I like no, you don't. Okay, no. <laughs> the beat was dope, though. It was the beats. I didn't like. Okay, I didn't like his. Del- I, I like what he was saying because he had some goo. You have to watch it. I think it was just his delivery, more or less. That was just cartoonish. But at the time, that's kind of what it was in that little bit of an era with him and Timberland. But yeah, I, Magoo was. Damn, man, you made me rethink my childhood with Magoo, man. <laughs> I had Magoo on like four mixtapes. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, man, we was wearing really big clothes and yeah, a lot of other stuff. That Yeah, there was some questionable things. 50 pairs of Air Force Ones, all the same colors. I don't know. Man, yeah, yeah. It that was, was the worst design <laughs> shoe ever, bro. Like It wasn't built for nothing. The same crease in the toe, no matter what you... We out here walking like ducks and platypuses <laughs> and stuff, and this shit still ain't worse. Still creasing. Still yeah. crease. All right, let's go to, to the top five of all top time. Top five. Uh, <laughs> ducks like platypuses. <laughs> yeah, you, you, wasn't, you wasn't living until you tried to do that waddle to try to keep that crease from getting in the front of your toe. Yeah, I'm, man. I'm, I'm walking work. on the balls of my feet, so... Much creased. 
<laughs> Let me see. Top five. Top five. So I'll say um I'll say this. This is um because when you get the top five, in my mind, there's rappers and there's lyricists. And the lyricist list is a little yes. bit more abstract. So I'll just go to the rappers list because that's I guess uh, honestly probably more so the, the question that you're asking. So Top five, number one, and not matter, as a matter of fact, I won't do this in any particular order. Um, Jay Z, um, Kanye West, Tupac, mm -hmm. oh, that side man, he 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 want to put somebody there, but he don't know. Rakim. Ooh, that was a good pick. And myself with with big as an oh, no, oh, that's what I was hoping for. Oh, oh I'm my in there. Shit my shit taking. I'm the reason it's in no order because we the, the the order's still up in the air. But yeah, see, no, that's see, that's, and, and that's and I, I feel like if somebody who's an artist don't put themselves in some kind of top whatever, you're not feeling your own music. So how should I feel your music? Yeah. Like if you don't believe you one of the best. I can't believe you wanted the best because I can't be lying. People just feel like they don't <laughs> they don't feel comfortable saying that. But I don't give a fuck. I know the work that I put in. I know, you know, um, the, the the messages, the the everything that my music has to offer. And I'm not shy about saying that. I think my shit is dope. I think at the end of the day, when it's said and done, my name is going to be in a lot of other people's top five, too. Jayla says she feel you on the lyricist. So let's do your lyricist. Who do you feel are some of the dopest lyricists? Um, um, you know what's crazy, bro? I, I take it back. I and I apologize. I gotta take Rakim off and put Nas on. I didn't even realize I left Nas off, bro. That's crazy. Um, but Rakim is amazing too, though. Um, I'm sorry. What was the what was the question? The lyricist. Lyricist. Okay. Um, well, Nas, because that's what made me even think of him. Um. Lupe Fiasco, I feel like, is the, the most amazing lyricist I've ever, not even just lyricist, his ability to, bro dug somebody up out of a grave six months after he died with the gold chain that he was about to get robbed for, got on a train and went home and got robbed by the same niggas that killed him. Like, who can do that? You know, like, so Nas Lupe, um, Absol, um, I definitely put uh put put Rakim on this list to uh to to do him some some justice. So let me see, Nas, Lupe, Absol, Rakim, and um, hmm, lyricist Eminem. Yeah, I give him that Eminem. I can dig that. I can dig that. That's, ah, but and here's and here's what. Let me ask you this because a lot of people don't respect Eminem. I'm not sure where the disconnect is. Maybe it's the whole white rapper thing. Um, I had that argument with my mom to the day she died, bro. My mom was the person that put me on the music. She Ice Cube was my first favorite rapper because my mom fuck with West Coast rap heavy as fuck. Well, at least at that point. Um, but so we had that same thing. I don't know, bro. I don't I don't want to say I think it's just a white thing, but I think it's there's a particular disconnect when it comes to.
especially the earlier content because such shock value in singles, which is, you know, what the mass audience receives, that they didn't get to the deeper cuts to realize that, you know, bro is on welfare and he, he's struggling just like us. It's just a matter of his story comes across differently because, you know, his skin is, is a little bit different. So his experience is different. But um, I think I think that's more so what it is. The message just, just didn't necessarily resonate because it wasn't as familiar uh, or, or didn't go one to one to our experience. Man, I think it is there as well as there. The beginning where he started was a disconnect. I think Eminem was actually dope. Um, some of his later music, though, the, the more subdued into the music, Eminem is better. All the over-the-top stuff in the beginning was cool, but I don't think it necessarily hurt it or helped his cause. It just was... That's why he wasn't well-received in the beginning, because you got him, like, doing all this weird craziness but he was spitting, but at the same time, the videos just, I think it was the visuals more than anything. Yeah. I'll say that. Definitely. I think the visuals really fucked him up. So I'm gonna ask your opinion. How, what, are you, what are you feeling on the verses? How do you feel about the verses? The, as a concept or this particular one that we didn't get to see? As a concept, because I'm gonna ask you a couple, I'm gonna give you a couple hypotheticals and I want to see where you at. But as the whole concept, concept the whole, I think it's, it's Honestly, well, I'm a sociologist by nature, so I like looking at scenarios and studying them. In particular, this one is is one that I get to double analyze because of the fact that I'm also an artist that, get, that likes to study the industry. So on one hand, I think it's amazing that, you know, it speaks to the, the nature of hip hop in general in that it came about because of the fact that we didn't have the ability to do or 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 have certain things so we had to create this thing versus to me it's kind of like a manifestation of that same energy you know we can't have shows and concerts but people stuck in the house and we need to be entertained and you know through human ingenuity we was able to create this thing so um i th i think it's a, it's a it's a beautiful idea conceptually um now, I think it took for the first few battles before I think as an audience, we really understood what it was. Now, I, don't, I think that really only within maybe the last two to three, we really got a good understanding of it to where we can really um, judge it fairly. Because initially, I think you had, you know, a situation like, for instance, Manny Fresh versus Scott Storch, in my opinion, on paper. I'm not gonna say it should be a landslide, but Manny Fresh definitely has a catalog that he should have been able to at least rival Scott Storch, but he got washed. And I think the reason was because he took it and he tried to make it, you know, like Manny Fresh does, a, a, this comedic thing. So he had the, mm -hmm. you know, the skits and he was real disrespectful and stuff like that. And it didn't work because Scott Storch just came back with good songs. And the song, the song selection that Manny Fresh chose was like, b-sides and remixes and it was it was like weird shit but you could tell those were the ones that he enjoyed so at that point i was able to determine that it's not about what the artist necessarily thinks because if they don't connect with what the audience wants it doesn't matter so then you get to a situation like fab versus jadakiss and in my opinion i don't get me wrong jadakiss Actually, he should have been on my list of lyricists because bros, he got the mo one of him and Bum B, I feel like have the two most consistent deliveries in hip hop history. Um, but yeah. I feel like when it comes to his catalog, 
or or hits i'll say it's not necessarily as robust as fabs but so then you get to the battle and you see that fab didn't go to his hit bag fab went to his street lyricist bag thinking that he was trying to go to jada kiss's level but when you do that you can't win yeah no you know so i think basically what i'm i guess i'm trying to get to is that it all really just depends on number one who the opponent is uh, number two, what the scenario and setting is in terms of whether you're in the same room, whether, you know, if you're in separate rooms, whether um, there's some type of history between y'all or whether it's just two artists that are well known to the audience. All these things factor in. And um, I think that um, when you get I can't wait to see T.I. go against somebody because T.I. is one of the most cerebral artists in the game and he has a catalog. So I feel like even when you put him on paper against somebody like, you know, for instance, Lil Wayne is the Lil Wayne on paper. But the thing that people don't take into account is 20 songs can beat the the 20 songs T.I. pick. And if he don't, it doesn't matter. So, you know, I, I would like to see somebody like T.I. battle or uh, um, even somebody like, say, uh, like, say, 50. Because I don't think 50 has necessarily as extensive a catalog as some other artists, but he definitely has way bigger hits. So, you know, like, I like I said, it just it, it really all just depends. Overall, though, I, I definitely love the, the concept of it. It's a it's a it's a beautiful thing just to see that, you know, hip hop was cre- well founded uh, or, or gets the credit for being founded in 1978. So to see that, you know, we only what like 42 years removed and we're not only continuing to revolutionize the culture but revolutionize the world so you know it's, it's a beautiful thing well you kind of led into my my next question because i was going to ask you if you had to put on your very own verses this is who you would like to see battle who would you go with i would like to see <clears throat> somebody who I feel like is nearly impossible to beat from a strategic perspective Drake versus somebody who I think is hard to beat honestly impossible to beat depending on I'm not going to do uh, who's somebody who's impossible to beat um, and Kanye West, so I, w- I want to see Kanye Drake, and we got the history there, so it has that element, you know. So it's it's it, it will be a big draw. I think that's the one. Yeah, I, I think I, I kind of I, I like that one because you do have Drake on one side, who at one time was tight with the whole Good Music crew, mm-hmm. um, and then you got Ye, who I mean, you said what you want about his antics outside of after his mom passed away, which we can all, I mean, honestly, I feel like that's where his downfall kind of went. Because I was a gay fan. I mean, I'm talking bolos and backpacks, the whole nine, the teddy bear and everything, college <laughs> dropout. My favorite song is I'll Be Late for That. I still play that. Yes, <laughs> that is a classic. Um, I do M versus Wayne. Could you see that? Wayne will win that only because Eminem wouldn't know how to battle him. Eminem is a battler in the traditional sense. So I think he would go into it with the perspective of trying to um, 
I'm not going to say out rap him because it's not like they actually battle him face to face. But I think he would go for his more lyrical records to show that, number one, he deserves to be here because he already has that chip on his shoulder because he knows that, you know, he's a uh, uh, air quotes um, adopted or, or, or he's a visitor to the culture. But um, I think, um, yeah, so he would have that that slight um, disadvantage. So I, I would give it to I would get that to Wayne. Plus, like I said, not to take nothing away from Wayne. Wayne's catalog is crazy. Bro got almost 30 years of music that he just sold, by the way. Yeah, I was just about to say, Wayne's catalog is outrageous. I mean, he got throwaway songs um, just for days. Like, my man been rapping. Like you said, he got 30 years worth of music. That's a lot of motherfucking music to battle anybody with. Like, if you can't pick 20 songs out of 30 years worth of music... But think you about don't that. know how to curate. It's, right. it's, it's also a disadvantage, though, because at the same time as you have 30 years of music, you have 30 years of music. Yeah, that's a lot of, to go that's through. That's a lot that, of that's music. That's a lot to unpack. That's going to lie. That, that's going to work. <laughs> yeah. I still give it to Wayne just because. Yeah, no, Wayne definitely still got it, though. Um, I want to throw some more hypotheticals out there just because I've been seeing these all along the wear airways. Usher, Chris Brown. Oh, man. We... <laughs> <laughs> Bro, me and my aunt was just having this conversation. See, Bro. these are the black debates, man. I just want to yeah, bring man. out. The... If y'all got something in the comments, let me know. Chris Brown, Usher, who you got? I'm going to give it to Usher just based off of the fact that he's one of those artists to where you could say a line. It's seven o'clock on the dot. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows how to finish that line. And if you don't know how to finish that line, you you don't belong in this conversation. Now, somebody like Chris, not to say that he don't, but he just don't got the classics. Like, he got the hits. That's what it is. He got the hits. He don't got the classics. So I'm, I'm going to get that one to Usher. My guy, Courtney, what's going on, man? You, I know you was having dinner with the in-laws, last, man. Last but not least, guys. Yeah, no, don't worry, man. You know, we only live here. You know. Hey, y'all saying? What, what, what my boy Chris said? <laughs> he, you, you know, live stuff, man. He had uh, froze on me. so. I, oh, he, man. Maybe what's next going on later. What's going on, yeah. bro? How you feeling? Can y'all hear me? Yeah. How you doing, uh, G? Maybe you can hear you. Can you hear him? Can you hear me, bro? Ah, oh, man, the beautiful thing about being live, man. Everybody should go you out. You hear me. Oh, there we go. Okay, there we go. Okay. How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm good. How you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I had to. I, I'm late, but late, but I'm here, bro. Man, late, but I'm here. Never. Hey, man. So before, 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 I don't know what they already asked you. I need to ask you. Um, What's your upcoming projects? I'm pretty sure he already asked you this. Well, we didn't get to see you jumping the shark, man. We got, we got, you know, we, you know, how oh, shit. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> you know, we got a little time left. We was going through our hypothetical verses. Oh, okay. So you miss school, you miss out. Yeah, man. And this, this, is, probably <laughs> this is probably my favorite subject right here. Man, I didn't you miss out on the juicy game. Yeah, 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 don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. You can listen to it live. You can listen to it on Spotify, <laughs> Anchor, YouTube, right here on Facebook. Um, we'll, it will oh, yeah. replay multiple times. Uh, oh, yeah. um, also, Apple Podcasts um, and a bunch of other, you know, listening streaming sites. Yeah, we were doing the verses. I gave my man's Chris Brown versus Usher. Hypotheticals. Me? You, you yeah. asked me? And yeah. nobody has to fuck with Chris Brown. To me. Honestly, like, it depends on the song selection. 
Um, and if to me, there's nobody but R. Kelly. I hate to say it, but R. Kelly is the only person that I can see going against Chris Brown. I don't. I don't know if I like that matchup. I, I don't only like only nobody go against Mike. Yeah. Huh? I, I feel like can't nobody go against Mike, but I, I dig it though. How you Mike, feel about? I, I think I think Prince and Mike. I think Prince and Mike will have a really good back versus. Oh yeah, no, I'm definitely. going Prince. I'm and I'm going Prince on that one. I'm on, only I reason I'm going Prince. Only reason I'm going Prince, and I think Mike is a great entertainer. I think Mike is the greatest entertainer of all times. But when you talk about somebody that's complete in the musical process, I know you know this. Um, when the nigga can play the drums and play the beats and rap on them, it make him a little bit better than what. You know the, the the surface can tell, and Mike is a cold motherfucker. But Prince wear heels, and um, <laughs> any man that can pull that off is gotta be the baddest motherfucker in showbiz. That's not. I mean that 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 is a good fact. But come on, bro. I, 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 mean, no, I, I think I, def- I definitely agree with you. Girl. I definitely agree with you in terms of everything you said. I think makes, in my opinion, Prince the better artist. But mm-hmm. like I was telling bro before you hopped on, the thing about verses is that I don't I think the beauty of the scenario is that it's not necessarily about who's the best. Like I don't like football, but the mm-hmm. thing that I I do like about football is the the concept that on any given Sunday, any team can win. And I think versus is kind of like that. Like it's, yeah. it's so many different factors. It's not necessarily about who's better. Cause you picked the wrong one wrong song, get your ass cooked. Hey man, or you picked the wrong wrong song, and um, it's the end of your motherfucking career. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think, and that's what, I, and like a lot of people, I don't know if y'all talked about the Gucci in the motherfucking. Yeah, we didn't touch on Gucci and and Jeezy. Okay, like that that verses to me was um, as even as even can get. And and then you watch the song list and you watch Gucci lose to his own song list. I think Gucci fucked up by letting his fans pick his songs. I think he would have did better if he picked his own songs. I mean, I'm, I've never been a Gucci fan, so admittedly I can't really say. But what I can say is that... Uh, can I, I say something? I, my bad, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just got to get this out here. I know this is controversial. I'm going to say it. But what you said about Magoo, I'm going to say about Gucci. I'm sorry. What what was that? I, I, I miss Magoo. Lyrically, he's not Gucci. Is he's he's got a lot better. But, yeah, but he's got a lot better. Not not that he's Mr. Davis. He's he's a lot better. One thing but, you got to respect about Gucci though is his staying power. Because as whack as yeah. I feel that he is, or you may feel that he is, me he's too. Been bro. Around for a good fifteen years. And I mean, there's some songs he like and he got that I like. Um, the he played one, none of them and the verses. He played none of the uh, shit I like at the verses. He played all ass man. Might be his best song to me. But we all know uh, uh, Gucci didn't go to the verses to win. That's that's not what Bro was there for. No, he was there. Bro definitely was there to fight. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, <laughs> he was definitely he was definitely there for shit to get out of hand real fast. Definitely. Yeah. You know? But um, okay, we went Prince Michael Jackson. <sighs> he put it on the table. You got to find somebody for R. Kelly now. We got to talk about it. R. Kelly, R. Kelly, R. Kelly is tough. Because like, I feel like R. Kelly is like that the the great white buffalo. Like you got to be able to put somebody who not only had staying power, but got hits. Regardless of how you feel about R. Kelly, got his own out hits, of outside other the music. Hits. But R. Kelly musically, to beat musically. Nobody's nobody is really on his level musically. 
There's nobody that I can honestly sit here and say. This he person had a Ali from a strategic standpoint that I think could go toe to toe with him. And you know, I don't necessarily know that it's, it's a good battle in terms of the the actual music, but mm-hmm. in terms of who they are, I think Beyonce probably would be the only Ooh. person who could go toe to toe with, with, with and, R. And, and and to piggy off back off what Bro said, did you hear that you had to go get some a woman? Um, with with she got Beyonce has a great catalog. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you that yeah that might be that might be a good bat. I don't think it would be a good versus like you said. I think it'd be the most one that makes sense though for yeah, most R. Fair, Kelly man. because yeah. R. Kelly has a lot of music, bro. And I, to me, if you picking the, these these songs, you're gonna be like, man, R. Kelly gonna fuck this person up. Now I think Chris Brown got the catalog to go with R. Kelly. Don't get me wrong. I think him and Chris Brown can go against each other. Oh, but, I do, I do, and I think I think Chris will only win because of his fans. I think he win because he's more relevant. He's more relevant too. But hell no, nah. if if you if you play that R Kelly, if you want to come to my hotel, I'm trying to tell you, bro, he got smashes, bro. It don't matter yeah, what. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 he, got, he got he got hits over decades. Like. He got yeah. he got hits over decades, and, and he and it's the only nigga I know that had braids, a bald head, and a fade. In the same year. In the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our Kelly Cole is here. Eddie had a bandana phase. Yeah, he man. wore bandanas. You feel me? So, oh, the feather of my opera <laughs> seat. That's a god about mm. that. You feel me? But our Kelly But version is more the the relevancy kind of thing. Uh, and, and how many nineteen year old well never mind versus Patty LaBelle, bro. So it, it it's right. It, I, I was just about to say, can you say that? Because yeah Easy played every song from two thousand five and he still edged Gucci that played music every twenty twenty. Did Gucci have music in twenty twenty? Yeah, Gucci got music in twenty twenty. He got the one with Bruno Mars in twenty nineteen. Oh that's my shit, yeah. Yeah, Sky yeah, he played he played that I one. He played the one with Bruno uh, Mars song. <laughs> I kind of when it first came out, I thought it was Bruno Mars song. Yeah. I, I think that is Bruno song. I ain't gonna. I, ain't I don't gonna know. I'm, next time I hear, next time it comes. Hey, y'all, y'all heard, y'all heard Jeezy DJ when he played that shit. He said, "Play some shit that's yours, bro." Yeah. <laughs> that shit had me weak. I was like, "Damn." Uh, so oh, since uh, my guy Courtney jumped the shark, what do you have? What are, What are you working on now? I was excited as hell to ask that question. I was like, <laughs> like I hope they didn't ask it. I got one question. I got one question only. Y'all better stay on that bitch. That's I an hour long, but I only want to ask one question. One question. Because I heard <laughs> other shit. So I'm, I'm, I can do that all day. <laughs> it's been <Bruh>. a series. <laughs> so, um, but no, um, right now, um, well, like I was saying, uh, last, well, like three, three or so weeks ago, I just got a uh, this this surge of energy, and I wrote like five songs, um. And also, as I was saying before, um, I always work on two projects at a time. So um, I'm actually working on two different projects right now. Um, one I one I can talk about, and one I can't really talk about. Don't worry, um, I get the scoop on it. I had to, you know. <laughs> so, I do my research, man. The one that I can talk about um, is the um, the end of a. Uh, 
what's the what's the the fourth part of a trilogy like a, a quadrilogy or some shit like that so it started with it was one. Yeah. fuck it that's the only words we're gonna call it a quadrilogy yeah, if right, y'all don't uh, like it sue us you can't get love for it started with it started with uh black planet mm-hmm. and then uh the next one was um black is a beautiful thing the third one is black until proven otherwise and then there's the uh, the new project I'm working on. Fuck it. Uh, the name. Um, I have a a release date for it. Um, but I'll say that first single is a uh, first single is dropping February first. So Ooh. y'all heard that here first. Yeah. Black flag, and it's coming out first single January. February first. February first. February first. I got excited. So let me let me ask you. Let me ask you, bro. What, what's, what's your process like when you approach your music? I usually ask all our guests as musical glass. We, 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 we ask that question. But go ahead, ask the question again. Let me, let me hear it again. Let me hear it again. Let me hear it again, bro. Okay, I'm. A, I'm. A, yeah, I got it. I got it. My man, existential abbreviated version because I, I gave <laughs> I, I get long winded, so I gave him a super long answer. But um, basically, my process is um. The first thing that I do is I find a beat that that speaks to me, something that because I was telling them that I I, I feel like I kind of cheat when I write in the sense that like it's not like I create the words. I kind of already hear them in the music. So I kind of just like decipher it. So um, I find a beat that I can, you know, that I feel something, something there, even though I I can't necessarily tell what it is at first. So um, I find a beat uh, from there. I figure out at least the ballpark of what it is that I'm feeling. And from there, I create the title. So then from the title, you know, that's where I go. And, um, you know, depending on the structure of the beat, if it starts with a uh, with the chorus and, you know, I'll start the chorus or if it starts with a verse, you know, I'll, I'll start a verse um, so that, you know, that the, the actual way I write, you know, the verse versus the chorus is uh, that's up in the air, depending. But for the most part, I just find a beat, start with the title, build from there. And like I said, I just kind of like sit and, I don't really like to listen to the beat on repeat too much because then it gets like I, I, I start to overanalyze and I don't like it. But um, so I listen to it enough times that I have some type of feel for it. And then, um, you know, once I do and I can actually hear the words and, and, and hear what the song is supposed to be about, then it's just a matter of writing it and recording it. Right. So so like we have we have we had a few musical guests come on and talk about their new projects coming up. Um who 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 is your favorite out in, out in Cleveland, out out in your local area? Who who your favorite right now? Hmm. I don't know about favorite. Um, so who you listen to? I won't get cuz I know you your own favorite, right? <laughs> most rappers well you said it not me. But, you know what I'm saying? Most rappers I didn't say that. You said that. You know, most rappers you like, they're going to tell you straight up, bro. I'm yeah. my own favorite, you know? And that, that that's a fact. That's how it should be. For real. Yeah, I'm going to tell you I, right I, now, this is the best fucking podcast that I know. Yeah. You ain't going to hear me say that different, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. you know, it's, it's podcasts around that I, I that I will say that are good, you know? I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't I don't know, know what I'm gonna do. You feel me? There's a couple of people out here. No, as far as know. best, I don't really know, but somebody that I just, um, I ain't gonna say recently got hip to, but uh, somebody that, I, that I'm uh, listening to a lot that's, um, <clears throat> well, I'm actually hoping to collaborate with them on, uh, on Black Flag. Um, actually, I already got the song written and everything. It's super dope, but um, is uh, Charlie Parker. Um, okay. Looking forward to working with him. Um, let me see. Well, actually, as a matter of fact, I'll just tell y'all the people that I got on the album because. 
or that I, you know, look forward to because it's not completed yet. But um, so we got Charlie Parker. I got um, <clears throat> a joint that me, me and Excursion just did. Um, Excursion. You know, it's always amazing when me and him work together. That, that shit is crazy. Um, who else we got? Um, got my girl Bird on there. <clears throat> and um, I'm hoping to get um, uh, Mr. Smith on the joint. But... Um, as a matter of fact, put the pressure on him because, um, you know, he he told me that uh, after the album that he dropping, he retiring. So, you know, hopefully I can get my verse in from him before uh, before he hang it up because, bro, is, uh, he's super dope. So, yeah, that that's 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 who I'm uh, rocking with right now. Hey, yo, Mr. Smith, if you listen and we looking for you because you, before you retire, you get my man's one verse. Man. <laughs> get my man's one. Gonna have, put the mic up, man. Get my man one. Just yeah, one time. Yeah. Just one so, time for one time. So, so let me ask you this, because um, I I love music, bro. I'm I'm a big hip hop fan. Uh, let me tell you this, Courtney gonna let me ask you this one question to death. For, gonna... for the, for the, for the, yeah, for the longest. Like I'm happy I'm here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy I'm here to get these questions up. So we watched. I know y'all seen the Grammy list. Did the Grammys come on yet? I don't think the Grammys came out yet. But yeah. we seen the Grammy list. Do you think Lil Baby got snubbed? Uh, for which war was it that he was up for? Or that he was he was uh, best album. Hmm. I, I yeah, to go to Sweetie? Let me look at the list. Uh, yeah, I, I I think I think it was uh I think he um I think it was uh Roddy Rich um CD um I think it was uh Little Baby My Turn um there was a couple other ones um but I know Little Baby definitely did not he's not nominated. Oh, he might be nominated, but he might not. I don't think he's gonna win nothing. Okay, here we go. It's um, <clears throat> oh, that can't be the whole list. I see uh, J Electronica, Written Testimony, D Smoke, Black Habits, yep, Royce the Five Nine, The Allegory, uh, Royce the Five Nine, The Allegory. It was pretty good. Did you hear it? Uh, Nas, King's Disease, Freddie Gibbs, and Alchemist, Alfredo. So the only one of those albums that I haven't heard is Alfredo, but I've heard that it's super dope. I just, I, because I've been working on albums all year, I don't like to listen to other stuff when I'm creating, so I haven't heard it. But um, do I think Lil Baby got snubbed? Based on that list, no, because what I'm seeing is that I, the way that the Grammys vote is like, it's like um, basically like it's um a certain amount of members and they all get to like cast votes and shit like the kind of like how they do with sports and like for MVPs and shit like that with the press and the coach right. and all that. So um, basically to me, what this list looked like is that the people who sent their votes in and actually voted was looking for the best rap album to be lyricist. And that kind of go back to a conversation we was having earlier about rap versus lyricists. Cause you got Nas, J Electronica. D smoke. I don't know if y'all, I don't know if y'all heard that black habits CD. Black habits is a really tough CD to, no, to yeah, for no, me. Fire. Yeah, for me, fire. for me, D smoke album. And I'm not a big D smoke fan. So, you know, this, this is what I'm saying. D smoke album is upper echelons of where you should be. If you're looking at his album as a, a album, a statement of this year, he has the blackest album out right now, man. Definitely. It, from Beginning to end, I have not found a bad song on there. Even yeah. the one with Tiffany Goosh. So yeah, that's how you know I've been listening. Man, that, that's you know what I'm saying? Too, bro. That's his, cut, his, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. D Smoke is in the lead of his own. Um, and how you feel about old boy uh, Toby and Wigway? 
What? How do I feel? I feel oh, like Toby oh, a fucking God. Grammy. Yeah, Toby yeah. should have had a fucking Grammy this year. Um, I mean, he got a song. He had to, I don't know that he had his music out or submitted in time, but next year definitely. Next year he definitely will be up for a Grammy for sure. Um, I'm not even gonna uh, lie. Try Jesus. Try Jesus. Life. Even if it was a little skit, I don't give a no. fuck what it was. Try Jesus. No, he wrote a whole song for it. Yeah, I'm, I know, but it's so big to me. Um, on an on it, it just for me he make black people to me he make black look good like he make black people look good. he make us he make us like our shit he make he take our little shit that we do and make that shit just so beautiful like the 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 we need justice for Breonna Taylor and everybody ringtone yeah it's a minute and thirty seconds of some real shit um you gotta hear so his pandemic project was really really good. Um, every song on there for me was good. Like I said, damn, I'm glad you brought him up because it's funny how I came across Toby. I was sitting here on my laptop. We had just did a show. I was watching. I was just watching. You know, YouTube play all related videos. I was looking at listening to some D Smoke, and he came up, and I was like, damn, this 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 dude is definitely a representation of black black people. If you if you need somebody to represent, I would have voted for Toby for fucking president before I voted for Kanye. <laughs> it's a fact because I feel like Toby. I feel like Toby, Toby might be one of those dudes that have a lot of structure. At least his music come off like that to me. Like he had a lot of structure and what he thinking up top. You yeah. know, a lot, of, a lot of artists you can say you can see their structure through their music. Because um, you might meet a nigga and he got great music, but his structure is all fucked up, and you can tell that by his music and his communication to the people. You know, so I think with Toby, he's able to communicate with the people, especially us, black people. And he could bring in that white crowd too, you know, because they want to see what he doing. You know what I'm saying? So I think Toby is great. And I think him, Royce the Five Nine, and um, D Smoke got a song together. So, uh, oh, shit, do that? Yeah, I'm talking about. Woo! Oh, yeah, okay. I know he got yeah. one with Big Crit. Yeah, so so oh, his. Yeah. So uh, the one with him and Paul Wall, that shit, I got the juice. I don't know if y'all heard, heard that one. Oh, yeah. But that's yeah. what I. That's when I knew dude can really, really rap. Yeah, I said, hey, this dude is different. No, you should have seen his early shit on Facebook. Yeah. Paul Wall is definitely different. And a lot of people sleep on Paul Wall, Texas legend. Paul Wall is cold. So if you're able to match Paul Wall energy on any song, it's, it's, it's going to be legendary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think that's another. Let me ask you about this, bro. Okay. I thought you about to hit the bruh. <laughs> but yeah, bro, let me ask you this. So we, we've been seeing a alarming rate of rappers uh dying. Um wh- what do you think the cause of that is? What do you think? Do you think that the rec- the rappers are being too reckless or do you think the labels are pushing the wrong shit? Mm, well, I mean, it's always been the case. The, the I don't know if you watched our show. I don't know if you watched our show a couple of weeks ago. We had he in the comments, Miller in the comments. I know Miller about to say something, but Miller, my boy Miller was on here. He was talking about um, we was talking about conspiracy and hip hop. Uh, we really want to talk about conspiracy. We talk about factual shit that happened in hip hop. Right. He was saying that um, a lot of rappers don't have the knowledge um of what what the essence of it is and that's really a big problem he said the labels is pushing the wrong shit because if you be honest you would think that toby would be a way bigger star than it's half of the motherfuckers out here you know what i'm saying so i wish you what you think is the problem with hip-hop today what, what do they need to stop all this you know death in the community well 
I mean, well, number one, uh, like I said, the labels are definitely always going to push for <laughs> Big bro, any what's type up? of um, uh, I, I don't want to call it controversy, but any anything that's going to attract attention. So even if that means at the expense of somebody's life, because it, it's not a value to them to keep an artist alive anyway. They don't really like care that. about that because especially the, the microwave era we live in now where they just want an artist for not even to say one hit wonder, but just, you know, one to two enough to, to, to make your name recognizable for that next one to go. And, and then we don't really give a fuck what happens to you from there. So, um, you know, that's one, but more so than anything else, I feel like as an audience, we got to stop having this conversation for real, because at the end of the day, it's on us. Ultimately, if we right. don't listen to this shit, ultimately, if we if there's no I mean, it's the basic fundamental uh, laws of supply and demand. If there's no demand for this shit, they'll stop supplying it ultimately. But we are willing to reconcile within ourselves that we like seeing that shit. Not necessarily saying we like seeing somebody get killed, but we like the job, you know, you know, those things be glorified. We, we, we like all these, you know, the negative stigma and all that because it's exhilarating. It's, you know, whatever the case may be. But, you know, once we see that it, it leads to these outcomes, then we got to look ourselves in the mirror and be like, OK, are we willing to continue to be entertained at the expense expense of people's lives? Got my boy and, Miller right there. He said, yes, sir. That's how you know you're speaking that facts. And, 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 and I'm pretty sure he would have said the same exact thing. The supply and demand shit is, is well said, I must say. I ain't never heard it would really you say, articulated like that. Would um, you say that the supply, well, would you say the demand is a little higher now than it was 10 years ago? I think because of the youth. I'm, I'm 10 so years ago specifically, the answer would be yes. But if you say 20 years ago, the answer is no. So reason being is because... Like I said, I'm a student of the game in terms of like, and a sociologist by nature, so I just study shit. So in 2007 is where we saw the shift occur. 9-11, 2007 specifically. 50 Cent Where Miller versus, at? Fuck, I wish Miller yeah, was on this 50 show. 50 Cent versus Kanye West when they had that Clash of the Titans thing. And we saw yeah, graduation yeah. We saw graduation go up against Curtis. And granted, Curtis wasn't, it was a terrible album, but nonetheless, it was still the juggernaut that Super was 50 terrible. Cent at the time. So yeah. we had the most gangster rapper that we had at the time, Mr. Uh, uh, Curtis Nine Shot Jackson himself up against uh, Kanye, uh, Pink Polo, Backpack, Tight Jeans. Before the shit was cool, back when Soldier Boy was wearing the big ass shorts we was talking about. Right. So, and T-shirts. You, know, you got Kanye going against everything that's happening right then. And then they go head to head on that day and Kanye blow his ass out by, I forget how many hundred thousand. A lot. A lot. Yeah, of it was a lot. It's almost like what's going on with our prejudice. When I get money to single on that city? Yeah. You know what's crazy? Yeah. That, that was the last one. And the crazy part is, is the producer who did that, I had actually been working with him like probably like the year prior to because he was like, because at that point, 50 had put out, um, what was the first, uh, was it AO Technology? Oh, yeah. Um, what was yeah, the other Robin Thick, follow my lead. Yeah, yeah. some other shit, and they and they didn't work. And so right before the album came out, he went back I and got money. I Get Money, and that was the one that dropped right before the album. And that's the only reason that he was even able to compete because the other. I ain't gonna lie, Fifty, was 50 one of my favorite artists of all time. Fifty is in my right. top, my top, my top five. Um, I don't know how I don't know how y'all y'all niggas looking at me crazy, but 50, 50 changed the game for me. Um, I'm gonna look down. 50, 50, 50, 50 was a pillar. 50 changed rap music, and I, I always speak to them people that that's culture culturally shifts 
music. Um, well, yeah, well, LL too. Yeah, LL you, you figure, you figure people. Well. Okay, you mentioned LL. You mentioned LL. You mentioned Nas. Fifty. Yep. Kanye. Yeah, these are these are, they they are shift changes, like you said. Right. So, so like when, when you talk about that time of music, you could tell the switch. Um, the switch happened right, like you said, right at that time. But like my boy Miller said, Miller said that meeting with hip hop in in prisons. Is what changed it, and that's around the mm-hmm. same time, two thousand five, two thousand six. Yeah, because um, you figure changed, up, up until that point, we were getting a lot of a lot of conscious, quote music. unquote, conscious backpacking yeah. type music. You know, that was spitting a lot of knowledge, and now we don't get that shift as much. You know, it shifted straight over to you know, even NWA was giving you a social conscience, but from it was from a street point of view, but then it it, it turned. Well, yeah, you know, I think I think, like I think everything rap- else though, like the world is cyclical and that everything goes around and, and comes back around and hip hop is no different. It just follows that same pattern. So, you know, like I said, maybe ten years ago it was less violent, but twenty years ago it was more violent, and then ten years prior to that it was probably even more violent. So right. you know, it's just it's just a cycle of things. It's coming back around now to even going back to the Grammy list. Now you have Jay Electronica and and, and Royce the Five Nine and, and Freddie Gibbs. Who would have thought if you would have told me even even last year that Freddie yeah. Gibbs would get nominated for a Grammy. Stop. I was Royce the five nine. He deserve it. Yeah. He's been the he game a been long time. In. Yeah. Royce is a real fucking legend. Shout out to yeah. my niggas in Detroit. Royce is a real fucking legend. He deserved where he'd be at. Mm-hmm. But I do think Lil Baby got snubbed. I honestly think Lil Baby got snubbed. A little bit. Because his CD his CD probably had five Four or five platinum songs on it. That's what I'm saying. That's 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 it. I mean, but that them numbers. Back, it was a conversation we was having earlier about like numbers and like I don't. I'm not gonna say that numbers don't matter because numbers do matter. They they make a whole hell of a lot of a difference, especially when it comes to negotiating. But which I've recently learned all too well. But point being is that um, <laughs> numbers numbers don't always necessarily tell the whole story. So you got a song where you say four or five platinum songs, but how many songs would you say is on the album? I, I'm not familiar with it. I'm gonna tell you. I think it's I think it's sixteen. Okay, so, so see that's not even half the album. So let's yeah. So let's just say it's four platinum songs on a sixteen track album. That's what like a quarter of the album, one fourth. So like. Is that yeah. Grammy Award winning album? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Never mind. I, it's way more songs than that on the scene. I'm not going to okay, tell you. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. It's like a 21, 22. Yeah, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a 21, 22 because the yeah. deluxe got 26. Yeah. But see, once again, it, it goes to it goes to show you that they're going. They're not going by how many platinum album or records no, no. on that album or tracks no. is on that album they're going by how many albums was actually sold and they're I bringing that in thing. i know one thing d smoke better win that grammy oh damn i should have been checking the chats uh we got my boy miller over there i've definitely said miller been in the chats nah, it's, it's more than that man there's yeah, there's a lot of a lot of stuff I can't see. I try to tell people if you ain't on the stream, the stream itself, I can't see all that. So we got a lot of comments out there, bro. Yeah, so let's uh, I mean, uh, all right. Let's get some shout outs going. Shout out to Brandy. Uh, she said hi, to guys. Brandy. The man has always been the same. The man is high for killing, if you ask me. That's our guy Andrew Roberts, the man from Black Gamut. Again, shout out Andrew. Yeah. Uh, uh, God damn, I can't keep up. You know what? 
People, you better get your ass on the street. That's all I'm going to tell you. I'm not reading all that shit. I know that now. Uh, well, where were we? <laughs> so, <laughs> read all that. I'm not, I'm not, I was hooked on phonics. I went to North High in Akron. I don't read. <laughs> Siri reads all my shit to me now. <laughs> I'm going to read. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, y'all was saying something about something. I had to read these comments. I'm gonna I'm talk about the Grammy list. Um, so we talked about the Grammy list. I asked you who your favorite. Did I ask you who your favorite artist is right now? Right now, at the moment. Right now. Um. Hmm. So if you get in your car, you turning this 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 up right now. Oh, this guy, that, that's, that's probably uh, you. Kid Cudi just came out, so that's what I'm listening to right now. Oh, you a Cudi fan? I like Kid Cudi. He did drop that. I like Kid Cudi. To me, to me, the album him and Kanye had what a year or two ago. That shit should have been plat. That shit should be platinum. Y'all, they sleep. I think Kid Cudi's influence on the game is so heavily Uh, underrated. You is not lying, bro. He came at it out at the right time. It's just I don't know. It just wasn't. I don't know. Hmm, I think he had an impact, but it is his impact. He's going to be one of those artists that has, like, you know, the quote unquote cult followings. Yeah. He's going to be able to do shows at 80. As a he reminds me of currency, right? right. Remind me of currency. Currency, Fact, is, yeah. Currency, yeah. when currency, yeah. yep. currency, I hate to say this, currency is probably top five. In a lot of people's categories, if you if you a real underground rap listening to do, currency is on your list. Uh, I don't I don't know how niggas yeah. on currency. Currency to me when I you know when I when I do my thing, you know I gotta turn on some currency. I gotta play some currency. Currency is the most underrated rapper there is. I, I ain't gonna front. Cur- uh, currency is one of the um, the rappers that gives me the confidence to stand as firmly as an independent artist as i am because yep it can be successful depending on how you create the situation it, it don't yep. always have to you know be a situation that's just financially uh um, burdening on you to where it you know you need to go to a label he he's able to do it himself in such a way that I, honestly i don't even really know what his actual operation is like but for me in terms of even kind of going down that same rabbit hole like tech nine He's another one that mm-hmm. really also also as as an entrepreneur as an independent artist, bro. Got I, I remember studying his whole story from back in the day. Like his his business partner is this dude named Travis that used to own like a mattress company, and he mm-hmm. was just a fan of Tech Nine from when Tech Nine used to have music on majors and stuff. So when his deal fell through and you know he needed investors, bro came to him like I'm a fan of your music. If you know if I can help you, then why wouldn't I help you? And, you know they was able to create it themselves and. So from there, they went on to create the factories themselves to where they mm-hmm. press their own merch, they press their own albums, their own vinyls, all that. And, um, you know, he controls, um, you know, all the um, uh, uh, everything in terms of like the touring. And I want to say he said he tours like between 280 and 300 days of the year. So it's like, you know, just seeing those people like Tech Nine and Currency be able to not only not even see relevance isn't even a word when you speak about them because it's kind of like immutable in the sense that like they're consistently relevant because they always appeal to their audience and the audience always shows up for them. So, and that's and that's, right, and that's right. the thing about having a loyal following. And I think they have they have a loyal 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 following when they when they when they drop when when currency drop you don't even have to tell me. I already right. got the pre order. My pre-order is already there. I love currency that much. I think Jet Life Records, um, they just what they do over there. What currency do is so organic, and I think that's what it is for uh, um, currency and tech now. They organic mm-hmm. people. 
um the music just come off of them you can you it comes from them like tech nine is from i mean um he from New Orleans. Currency is from New Orleans, and you would you would you think about so many other New Orleans artists before you get to Currency. I don't, but it, because he came up in the string with some of the same people that I call the greatest of all time. It was like early you know two like, thousand, like, like early like yeah. He came, early he came out in that Wayne era. He came out in that era with all them dudes. Wiz Khalifa was on. He's one of the only artists to be on both No Limit and Cash Money. No right, Limit and right. Cash Money, right? So he really New Orleans for real. He's yeah. a, he New Orleans through and through for me. That's right. that's that's why I say dude is like one of the greatest underground rappers of all times because his his run is real. Like yeah. his run is legit. Like he got music with Wayne, he got music with Wiz. All the shit that he do with Wiz, people forget about for sure. I know they don't think about the shit he did with Wiz, but him and Wiz have a, a catalog like no other. And I think that's what make currency different is he stay he stay in that lane. He know how to ride that momentum. Ride your own momentum. That's what that's what that's what you know, that's to me that's the name of the game for you. If you if you got something, you got your system to it, just keep riding your own momentum. Eventually it's gonna pop. But like I was saying though, even going back to the point that hip hop is like life, it's just all about knowing who you are. If you know who you are and you're able to stay true to who you are, you you can find where you fit in the world and just express yourself and people who are like you are going to be there because you're you are where you're supposed to be well see i say that i say that a lot of like okay i'll take kanye for instance Mm -hmm. you know he even he says he's arrogant he's this he's that he's still probably he's still top producer in the game like he's using stuff that nobody ever talked about even touching kanye Kanye is so light years ahead of his time yeah when when um what's the one with no slaves on it what's that um jesus jesus Jesus, everybody said jesus was crazy everybody like fuck no i'm not listening to jesus if you listen to the sounds that came out on that mixed on that album and and travis scott anybody else that came out that uses yeah he's very very second time he did it because even going before that 808s and heartbreak heartbreak. you get drake that was my shit 808 heartbreak was the soundtrack it was, that year for bro, me. But, it was uh, there's was things that, he heartless, they heartless on there. You know, say you know, even now, even now, despite what he he does out in public and everything else, it seems the minute he steps in that studio, that's the Kanye you're looking for. Like exactly. he's gonna he's gonna always consistently give you something hot because he's like, damn, I didn't know I was gonna hear that. Man. Every Man. single time, even his church on the plane stuff is yeah. all isn't You're right. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'm, I'm not gonna say too much because I can't. But uh oh, oh, I know, I know, I know. I ain't gonna say nothing because I know I can't say nothing either. But I know, I, I, I know. I want to. I'm gonna I'm walk away. I'm gonna walk from, away from from, from from what I hear. This new Kanye album is about to be crazy. Oh, I don't. I don't believe. I don't doubt it. I don't listen, doubt it. Listen, it, listen. First of all, let me let me let me tell y'all this. There's not a Kanye West album I haven't listened to. The church <laughs> one is great. Kanye makes great music. He does. You cannot really hate that shit. Kanye makes great music. I had to walk away. I had to recluse myself real quick. <laughs> Compose. Composure. Composure. Hold yourself. Bruh, bruh, but, but look, even, even I had to tell myself this. Bitch. I was like, oh, I got to sing. Nah, I ain't go too deep with it. But man, I, the thing about Kanye is that he's one of those artists that I think ironically enough, he doesn't articulate himself very well. 
outside of the music. Yeah. And even in the music. And I think that's part of the reason that he has writers because I don't think he needs help with coming up with bars. We heard Kanye rap before. We heard him go toe-to-toe with Jay-Z a whole album. So we know he can rap. But I think sometimes he needs help. And really, I guess, kind of shifting the conversation to ghostwriting. I think sometimes he just needs help, like, clarifying those thoughts and expressing those things. And because of the fact that he doesn't necessarily articulate himself well when it comes to his ideas that he talks about outside of the music, it it makes him look a certain way when really he kind of just throwing shit against the wall himself. So when you say stuff out loud, I don't think he's necessarily even committed to it. It's just, I had this thought and I'm not going to hold back. And because why would I let myself, why would I make myself hold back for you? And so I think that's his mentality that makes him say a lot of stuff that he otherwise would second guess. And that's also the same mentality that gets him to do stuff that other people won't do. And, so yeah, it's, we exactly. got to accept the good with the bad. And, and yeah. you know, you know, I think I think I think, I think Kanye I think Kanye is held to a standard that other people are not. Um, cause people say wild shit every day. Um, and then they, they, but Kanye Man. shit is Kanye shit just stick to people some kind of way. I don't know. I think that, I think because that's because he's such, he's such an out there and he's an icon. Person. That's how you know you're yeah. iconic. But Kanye um, been doing this since the beginning though. Like yeah. even, even going back to the statement of Kanye being arrogant, I, I think that the air, I can't even say, I think that he said it on, uh, what was the song? All falls down. Right. Yeah. The arrogance yeah. is really just a cover. You know what I'm saying? That's not really how he feels. It's just a matter so of, we got I have to put on this protective coat of armor to block myself. We got in the comments, DC. Oh, I, man, I'm so lost right now. I swear okay. for God. I'll, 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 I'll read it. I'll read it. Here. I'll read, I'll I read it. It's comments everywhere. Fuck this shit. I quit. So Jay, Jay LaGreen says, why do certain rappers take shit for ghostwriting when it has when it still has a message? Like some rappers don't, but other rappers do. Why is it only acceptable for certain rappers? I think I think I think I'm gonna go first. I'm, I think I think that ghostwriting um is looked down upon when somebody is saying they authentic so if you say i'm a real person and then you find out we find out you got a ghostwriter it's kind of hard to to die we like damn we looking for you to be that deep lyricist or something this is you know why what I, I feel like it's I'm the lyricist. you can't call yourself the greatest the rapper alive and it's not your words you're rapping i just agree I so crazy is that I feel like it's it's crazy to me like this conversation and <laughs> as, as a lyricist I consider myself a lyricist so as a lyricist I, I feel like too. I should be on the other side of this argument but I don't see nothing wrong with ghostwriting. There's nothing right. wrong with ghostwriting. Now now let me first preface it with this I have never had a ghostwriter that's not what I'm saying because you know they're gonna be saying that tomorrow. Yeah you know they're gonna be saying that both got a ghostwriter. Man. Yep. But no like so I think. Even getting back to what we were speaking about before about how hip hop is becoming like not even becoming it is this 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 global anomaly and it's continuing to grow and so to be able to compete with these other genres of music that have if you go to a Celine Dion song or best rap album record of the year as long as they competing against if you look at the writers on that shit it's 27 to 30 writers on these songs it's five producers on this song it's fucking uh three celloists nine niggas on drum you know what i'm saying so it's, it's a <laughs> i gotta read effort. i gotta read brady's comment this one's huh. sticking out to me uh right courtney it's like the girls that act like they got a body but the whole time they went to dr miami you know what, I'm saying? <laughs> like, what the fuck like come on now like oh, who uh, knows that uh, 
I'm paraphrasing it a little bit because I can't keep up with all these fucking. Yeah. I don't know what's but going no, on, so people. It's, it's just like we have, wrong we, with in, it. in order to compete in these other arenas, we shortchanging ourselves by feeling like to be authentic, you got to just be us. That shit is whack for real. Uh, my guy Mario says people hate uh, when someone has a ghostwriter when they like the artist. I mean, I don't really, I'm not against ghostwriters. There's so many artists that got ghostwriters that we don't right. know about, hence the term ghost. You know what I'm saying? Like, it should be so crazy. Like, if people it found out who really was behind some of it, it's ghost Ooh, production. It's, it's hey, songs that Kanye produced. And then it's, you know what I'm saying? I don't know why it's two different common strings, but y'all going ham today and I like it. Y'all. Uh huh. Shit. Uh-huh. They, Welcome they, to what you said, hour 45 today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before we get to the next thing, um, I just want to really appreciate everybody. Um, thanks for all the comments being engaging. This is yes, hard to keep up with. I ain't going to lie to y'all because I got this shit up on my phone. <laughs> and so I'm trying to, and if, if y'all don't feel involved, please just uh, text me if you got my number, man. I'm trying to get everybody's comments read and involved, <laughs> but I'm not going backwards because there's a lot. Y'all had a whole five hour comment section um, popping off. But, uh, Back to you guys, Ghost Riders. Pick that up. Let's go. Yeah, no, I'm just uh. saying that you know, just <laughs> having to compete with all these these because uh, uh, if you think about it, like, all right, let's keep it real. We talking about Michael Jackson, greatest entertainer, regardless of how we feel about you know his voice, or because some people feel like he's not a better singer than say a Prince, or he don't play all the instruments Prince play, and these are all true things in my opinion, also, but. We can't take away from who the f- who the fuck Mike is, but that being right. the case, we know for a fact that Mike didn't write all his music, especially at the beginning. We know it came from that, that Mike didn't uh, produce my all boy's, his music. Shout out to shout out to the greatest writer of all time, my boy Smokey Robinson. Man, you know Smokey, the greatest yeah. writer of all time. Shout out to Joe Jackson's belt. That was the greatest writer. <laughs> 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 that has something to do with it. Joe Jackson was his kids in the Grammy winning artist. Look, Smokey look, I would have been mad. I would have been. I would have been mad too if they, if my kids left the towel in the pool. We done came and got this good money, and y'all. This is how y'all treated. <laughs> this is how y'all niggas treat my pool. <laughs> oh, I'd be mad you too. Mama that beat you for less, DC. Come on yeah. now, you the guy beat for less. Oh, hey. Think of how many artists we got that went on to have successful careers that started as writers. And yeah, if, yeah. And if that Neo, Neo started out as a writer. The executive Especially when you hear his when you hear his 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 list of people he's written for, you like, damn. Beyonce's on that list. He wrote. He wrote. For instance, I'm not a dream fan in terms of his music. That the dream is He's an excellent writer. He's a great writer. I mean, I he gets around. I think it's the way the dream dressed for me. The nigga dressed like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's what it is for me. Every time uh, I see the dream, I be like, nigga, don't you got money? <laughs> Like, Sorry, to the dream, I want to apologize. The views of this man does not reflect what the shit or anybody else wearing. Come on, bro. No, Come on, bro. No you can agree with what the dream be wearing. Yo, when bro, I yo, when he had a twenty-five-year-old teenager with the advisory hat, no, no, bro, no, bro. When the nigga, <laughs> nigga had on a big ass shack suit, some big ass pants, and a, oh a baseball cap. Yeah, bro, dude, dude had an eight Atlanta hat this way, a motherfucking Air Hardy jacket. <laughs> It's a motherfucking air hurt. Like, come on, bro. In a in a button up. Who the fuck dressed you? Yeah, he can sing his ass off him, of a man. Sing his ass off. He can't dress for shit. Man, nah, I guess you can't the word dress <laughs> I mean, you can't be. Nobody's perfect. I mean, I mean, I mean Neo got that big ass head. You gotta wear hats and all his shit. 
all the time. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's hey, man. hey, 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 I'll, I, you can't have it all, bro. Bottomless True. moments. Yeah, that nigga shit. I do, I do a dream movie, but he can sing his ass off. Hey, when, when Neo took his head off in that one movie, I was so. Neo mad. have a thought that motherfucker run through his head for five days before he get to his mouth, but I'm that's neither here nor there. I'm just. <laughs> of course, you could be the greatest songwriter when you got all the motherfucking thoughts at one time. <laughs> My nigga got a ten gallon hat. <laughs> <laughs> Ten gallon hat. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. Back to what we was talking about. So basically, basically, I don't have a problem with Ghost Rider. I think it's just you know they're giving them a bad name. They're giving them a bad name because you know you're expecting this the, either your greatest, your favorite singer, or your favorite rapper, or even your favorite lyricist. Let's face it, that takes a lot of effort to write songs all the time. So that alone is a talent. Okay. To be the okay. artist, to be got, the artist got, that performed those things. I got, I got an argument. Words. I got Crystal, and she got an argument, and I and I kind of feel it, so I gotta let it go. Uh, we feel we just feel a certain way when and, and when an artist expresses a, a a story, but it's not theirs. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. That's what so I'm saying. Okay, but what's That's the what difference between dark. going to the movie and seeing a beautiful scene by Will Smith and shedding a tear? That's a real tear based on a real emotion, based on a script that somebody else wrote, mm. on, on a movie that somebody mm. else directed, on a movie yeah, that somebody right. else uh, <laughs> did the score <laughs> for. Well, That's what I'm saying. Like well, Art is a collaborative process, but well, for some reason, well, it bust down our own cultures. It's, it's, it's low-key. It's that crab-in-the-barrel mentality. We always look at something is. when it's yeah. up. Where's, where's my boy Miller at? Miller would have been in here clapping the night, boy. You know what I'm saying? He would have been saying, hey, man, this is exactly what I'm saying. Like, because he said, get the bag. He said, ain't nothing wrong with it. Get the bag. And that's exactly what yeah. you should be doing. Like, when Drake said, when they said Drake had a ghostwriter, Drake should have brung his ghostwriter with him. Drake yeah, should have put that nigga on stage. Come on, Drake, Drake was dropping stuff stage. left and right. It, it didn't matter. To, have Drake to me, to me it didn't foot. matter. He Drake did. shot himself in the foot early on, on, on with that line on fear where he said that every word that he ever uttered would be his own. So it's like, oh, I he shot himself in the foot. Yeah, but it's like, you can't say that and then get caught for it and then try to act like it's not a thing because you've admitted that that's your perspective on it. If right. he would have came out and said from the jump that he didn't think nothing was wrong with it and then got caught, it's a different thing. And my boy Miller in the comments oh, clapping yeah, it up right Damn, now. These comments going hard, but these comments going harder. I don't know if y'all can see this. Okay, so uh, Crystal came back. She clapped back. Oh, first she said this. Shut up, bitch. Then she, <laughs> then, then she came off the top rope and said, "True, but props shouldn't be given." Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. We not done yet. There's okay. more. But wait, there's more. Uh, Brandy said, but we know that someone else wrote it. People feel like artists should be writing the song they're singing. I don't agree with that. I don't get it. Uh, okay. Uh, Crystal also said this again. Shut up, bitch. Yeah, she said, how many people get slept on because they're in the background? I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, but sometimes uh, to, to me, that's on you. Them. To me, that's on you. If, if you, I think, I don't think I would listen to Quentin Miller. Um, I don't think I'll listen to Quinn Miller. I know for damn sure I'm listening to Drake. It don't matter what the fuck come out of his mouth. I'm gonna listen to it. Yeah, I'm listening people, to it anyway. To be some people that's behind the scenes don't want to be in front of the, the shit. So that's why they are ghostwriters. Yeah, that's why they, it ain't for everybody. What's Cardi, act, Cardi, uh, B, what's Cardi B writer name? Partisans. Uh, Partisan Fontaine. 
Parson Fatane. Parson Fatane oh, yeah. is one of the hardest writers ever. And yeah, he got a song out though. He got. I don't like his music. I I cannot. He sound like Cardi B, bro. But he sound like a male Cardi B. At the same time as writing is a skill, performing is a talent. Being the talent is a talent. That thing that they, they refer to as the it factor or, or, or the X factor that it, that's a real thing. Like, and everybody don't have that. And some people realize that and they're okay with that. Not to say that everybody who starts off as a, a as a writer, I don't even want to say ghostwriter, as a writer, they don't necessarily want to stay in that role. Some people do, but some people just realize it's, it, it, it is what it is as a platform to not only get my name out there, but to build relationships, which we all know the industry is all about relationships. It ain't necessarily even about talent. So it's really more so a strategic thing, more so than anything else, in my opinion. In terms of getting okay, uh, Crystal and Brandy came back with this. I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. I guess you want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. I just I agree. One more, one more time, they said. I believe him, yo. I don't know. Why. <laughs> <laughs> you are convincing, my guy. <laughs> so this is actually this is this episode has been off the fucking chain. I'm, um, I got so, this, so part, much, um, this, this, is, this is a great episode right here. So much going on. I mean, I I don't know how to unpack this. So I'm gonna ask y'all a real question. This is a real ass question. Do not laugh when I ask this question. Should a grown man and this has nothing to do with music? This is just a question I have because I've seen this on Facebook somewhere. Should a grown man not wear underwear with jeans? True question. Wait, is that a thing? Wait, what? True question. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Hey, look. Court, court. You know. That's a real thing. Yo, niggas is wearing jeans. <laughs> no draws. Wow. Okay. Um, so the answer is no. Okay. I'll go first. I, I, I DC I just, always got to come off the back with some bullshit. I just, I just want to know. Inquiring wise, want to know, and this is the answer I got. Hey, I'm, I'm just gonna say this. I'm just gonna say this. If you a grown ass man, if you doing that that nasty ass shit, bro, I wish the yeast infection on you, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I'm, that I'm sorry. I just had, to, I, I had to ask because sorry. it's. it's, been, hope, it's you, hope you get a yeast infection in your you jeans. You can't go oh, on Facebook good. and be like, "Yeah, today I decided not to wear underwear." <laughs> oh, DC, I've seen a lot of shit on Facebook. Listen, yeah, I'm I've bro. seen a lot of personal I'm shit on Facebook. But when you say that. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'll just back to the Ghost Riders. Yeah, we gotta even go past the Ghost Riders now. We, <laughs> we are oh, past them. Oh my god! I just thought I asked. Um, <laughs> that... <laughs> no, you ain't have to. Ask, man. Hey, man, let's get out of here, man. All right, well, oh, fuck. I guess that's the. Uh... I guess they're playing that song with at the when you go to the Grammys, they start playing that song to play you off. I guess off the stage, Before we go, I, I just gotta play this because it's 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 relevant before we go. TD sprinkles. Tonight I want you guys to have good dreams and high hopes. 
Oh, it's that time for parting shots. That that you know that last call before we get up out of here, my guy. What we do is this is your chance to you know get that final word across your message that you want everybody to, to fall asleep on before they get that last drink of whatever they drink whiskey, uh, you know whatever. Oh, so what would you like your final party shot to be? Um, I know this is uh the time where stereotypically I would uh give that you know tap in on ig and facebook and all that but 2020 has been um in all serious all seriousness has been a real trying year for everybody so um um the thing that comes to mind is something that i woke up with uh on my mind today and that's that fear and god do not occupy the same space mm. so we just have to you know recognize that though things may be tumultuous and terrible as they've been all year be strong, keep the faith, keep pushing. DC, do you better not make me follow that, Chris? Oh, but I will. All right. Hold on. It's, a, it's actually a long one. Sorry. Uh, they, the people like that one for real. They really love that one. Okay. Okay. Uh, Courtney, yes, you get to follow that. Um. <laughs> Damn, that was heavy. I was look, man. We've been having a good time. <laughs> exactly. We've been we've been having a good time at the beginning of season two, man. It's been love. Thank y'all for all the support. Um, shout out to Black Gamut. Shout out to my boy DC. I cannot wait to the show next week. Where you wait to the show? Damn shirt. Um, but um. Um, shout out to my boy for coming to visit us on this show. Um, we look forward to your music February first. Yes, sir. Take a drop. Black flag. If you don't yeah, got man. it, like again, shout out to Black Gamut, and we still need justice for Breonna Taylor. Let's go, Chris. Ah, uh, yeah, you wouldn't make me follow, and that was not me doing the titty sprinkles. Um, <laughs> titty sprinkles. We just so sure, that sounds just like my nigga. Man. It, it sounds just the same. Um, <laughs> Shout out to my to, my, to our uh, co-host from Blurred's Eye View, Brandy Blocker. We had a great show oh, last Brandy. night with uh, a few of Richardson. So look out for that. Go episode. Check that out. Yeah, check it out. We, we it'll be up uh, Tuesday on YouTube and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, we should be close to wrapping up our third season, Blurred's Eye View. So follow I'm us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and all that great stuff. Uh, we wrapping up pretty soon with our with, what's the shit pretty soon eh? uh, oh no this is what happens this is uh, what happens when you work like four different shows See, uh, hey, if, if y'all who know, uh, don't know Chris is the Wayne Brady of the bunch he does about 52 shows he also does the auction on the weekend I think he does farming on Tuesday he still used car on Wednesday loose single cigarettes on Thursday Thursday and it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And door dashing in between. <laughs> and door dashing in between. Right. This nigga's a hustle. And then you might get them Tuesday, getting some sleep, and then after that, he doing another auction. So Chris is working pretty yeah. much. Uh, you can round. catch me. You can catch me on Circle of Nerds. Just go into Circle of Nerds. We got two shows on there, so just follow Circle of Nerds. Blurred's Eye View on for Saturdays, so that, those new episodes are always up on Tuesday. The Circle of Nerds sure will Keep is going. up on Wednesdays. Ah. What the shit on Sundays. Ah, 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 we're just all over the place. Um, just support, man. Support, support. Buy black. 
Bye Ooh, black. That is the, that's the way to say, that's the way to end that color. I like that, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah. yeah. So that one, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it down later, but take a bow. All three of y'all take a bow real quick while you're still Okay, I get to follow that. All right. Um I was gonna say something real existential, something real but I don't feel like doing that. So fuck that. I'm gonna be real crazy right now. Um What will we do in the whole show? Oh yeah, never mind. Okay, I'm gonna do something. Um I put this post on Facebook and I really meant it. Own your own destiny, own your content, own your brand, be in charge of your narrative, because can't nobody tell your story like you. Um also, next week we have three guests, not one, but three special guests uh, with a big story to tell, big news. Um, so you don't want to miss that. And as always, you don't want to miss us next week. Mm, there was something I'm missing. Mm, titty sprinkles. Oh yeah, titty sprinkles. <laughs> you know that's what I when I think in my mind. That's what I hear. I'm like I'll be thinking like real. I'm like deep in thought and in my mind. The whole titty sprinkles. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> this nigga DZ is fast as hell. When did you even get a new one? The last one was low. I was like, oh, we can't hear that one. But that one is clean. Where the fuck you get that one? I did it myself. I edited it. You know, that's how <laughs> You know, when you when you went to school and paid twenty thousand hey, dollars, you should be on, able to man. raise the levels on your oh, shit. You should know what the fuck you doing with them levels. Nah, they heard a couple podcasts. Um, Y'all motherfuckers need to go to school. <laughs> there was something else. There's something else I'm forgetting. Um, tune in next week. Next oh, week. shout out to G Black for coming. Um, appreciate Black. it, man. Thank y'all Black me. flag dropping. Yes, first sir. single January in February. February first. February first. Courtney, hey man, make sure you get us with us with, so we can um promote that too for you. Okay, I'll be back. You got to come back on uh, February first. Yeah, you got to come back. Monday, first Sunday before that. You might uh, be our first recurring, recurring guest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, a fewer Richardson. Check that out. Beyond great, great out. episode. That's actually going to be a two-part episode now. Shout out to all you guys. Give you guys a hand because all you guys who you know stayed up with us uh, for this two hours. Yeah. Um, and Brandy, Brandy, Crystal, Brandy, my Mario, uh, Miller, Miller, Kayla, um, Andrew was in the comments. Um, Earl Sweatshop, Earl, uh, Gooby Baby, my God. Uh, shout out to my guy Nardy Cool. Uh, excursion, yes. Um, and also. Uh, uh, there's one person. I'm forgetting one person. I can't remember her name. Somebody help me out. Somebody, God damn it. No, no, he Crystal. got Jayla. He got Jayla. He got Crystal. Crystal. He got Miller. Who's Crystal? Crystal was in the comments. Oh, yeah, I said her already. I, I know. You oh, hey, Linda, no one wants your dry ass potato salad. We gotta go. <laughs> oh, my. Hi, Linda. Hi, Linda. Peace out, y'all. You didn't call me, but it's cool. Whatever. <laughs> This dude, child. Make sure you listen to What the Shit on your favorite outlets, including Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Be sure to visit the website blackgamutent.com and get the latest news on our podcast, giveaways, and contests. Tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your daddy what the shit is here, baby. Black Gamut ENT, we all we got.